guys, and welcome to Key Paramounts. I'm Dr. K, and these are key moments to empower your life with Christ. I'm so excited today um, about what God is doing in the lives of his people, y'all. I just want to share something with you um, that's, you know, I just want, I want to bring you into my little personal world here. You know, we've been doing um, outreach with the children and the adults, and it has been absolutely phenomenal. And um, I woke up this morning, and, you know, I just... What I did was, um, when I woke up this morning, I was just meditating on the Lord, and um, a song just popped in my spirit, because I saw myself, like, doing footwork evangelistic, it was just, it's evangelism, just on my feet, it wasn't like I was driving around, and kind of because I've been canvassing areas, and I've been doing some things these last couple of weeks, and you know, this morning when I woke up, I literally saw myself and the Holy Spirit of God said, I want you to park your car and I want you to knock on doors. And I'm like, what? You know, and he said, I want you to park your car and I want you to begin to knock on the doors. And he said, and I want you to begin to pray for people, knock on their doors. He said, I'm going to send you into the communities and you are going to park your car and you are going to get on your feet and you're going to begin to knock on doors and um, I said yes Lord and uh, you know he said because you're not afraid to go into the trenches Kenya you're from the trenches you're, you come from you were raised in the night streets and I said yes Lord and he began to take me back to the days when I used to evangelize on the street corners. I mean, I used to evangelize. I used to get into this bus. It was called the Jesus bus. And I would I would get in that Jesus bus and drive around the neighborhoods and preach the gospel. And I would get tents and set up in plazas and people would just come and they would just listen to the word of God. And you would see lines of cars just coming up under this tent and the Lord would do miracles, signs and wonders. And the spirit of the Lord God, he showed me this morning, he says, I want you to park your car and I want you to get back on your feet and I want you to, this time, I want you to knock on doors and pray. And I said, yes, Lord. And a song rose up in my spirit. And this song that we used to sing, and I don't know if whether or not you guys hear, but it's like, you know, I'm going back to the old time way. I'm going back, I'm going back to the old time way, to the old time way. And the Holy Spirit of God said, Kenya, what's missing from the body of Christ is the basic strategies that I implemented back in the days when I walked the earth. And it, it, it did something to my spirit this morning. And so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does something to my spirit this morning. And um, I'm excited for 2024. I'm, I'm just so excited for 2024. I really, really am. And so I had to share that because the Holy Spirit of God was dealing with me regarding this. And, you know, we have such a strong evangelistic team in our church. And, um, you know, I'd just be seeking direction as to how the Lord wants us to go. And he just began to tell me, he said, Kenya, he said, I need you to go back into the streets, like hit the pavement and that I shall do you know I was um, I was studying some time ago I was studying some time ago and uh, you know I have a home office and in my office I you know I have a whole setup a whole library and I was sharing with the church on yesterday I said you know I said 
I said I was um, in the kitchen and I was in the kitchen and I was studying the word of God. And, you know, God is prophetic. I need for someone to type down God is prophetic. Put that down there. God is prophetic. I love I love that. We're going to get to where we go. And I just want to share some personal moments with you this morning. Um, and I have a whole, you know, library. I'm a, I'm a reader. I'm a person that loves to study. That's just the way that I am. And I got a whole office in my, in my house and, and, um, but the Holy Spirit of God moved me to the kitchen. And, um, one day I was in the kitchen and I was just, you know, studying the word of God. And I have a nook kitchen. I have a nook table in my kitchen. Listen to this. And the nook cable is glass. My 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 office, my desk in my office is glass. And then the the nook kitchen and the nook the kit the table in the in the kitchen nook area is glass with white tables. And I was sitting there and I'm like, you know, God, I'm just gonna mess this table up. So I have my Vines dictionary on there. I've got my strong concordance. I've got like four different versions of the word of God. I have like an iPad, um, a MacBook. I've got my my highlighters. I got my pens. I've got my papers. I've got a light. I've got the, the whole nook table is literally have been taken over as a study chamber. And um, I was asking the Lord, I said, Lord, you just you just made this table in the kitchen, um, my study table. Why did you do it? You just took me out of my study and you put me in the kitchen. And the Holy Spirit of God said something that was so profound. He said to me, Kenya, you have to understand something. I said, so he said, the kitchen is where the food is prepared. I said, what? He said, yeah, you cook food in the kitchen and you sit at the table to eat. And the reason why your table and why the reason why your 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 study, your study equipment, your study stuff is on the table that's transparent is because the word is transparent. You can see the word sees through. And he says, this is why you have to be in the kitchen, Kenya. And this is why I moved you in the kitchen, because you're preparing a meal for people to sit down at the table and eat the transparency of the word. And it blew my absolute mind. And I had no idea I was doing this. And it was just one day, it just dawned on me. It just like, bang, why am I in the kitchen? And, and I, I was in the kitchen for probably like two months, just studying, not understanding that the Lord was ordering my steps and he was moving me into a whole nother prophetic realm of who he is. And I was like, wow, God, that's so amazing. You know, and, and so this is why we have to understand that God is prophetic. And when we understand that God is prophetic, then we'll understand what God is doing. And it absolutely blew my mind. Asseli, I was like, wow, God. And, and, and it just, it was like, it, it just clicked. Tina and I was like God why do you have me in the kitchen why am I in the kitchen why am I not in my study chamber why am I in the kitchen and it bam it clicked and he just began to speak to me and he began to put the pieces of the kitchen together for me and I was like wow he began to put the atmosphere together for me he began to put the because it was so peaceful I was sitting there and I was like wow and I was just you know and there's so much revelation that comes to me as I begin to study in the kitchen it's just it's just amazing and then I was, it just dawned on me so I want to share those moments because God is just so prophetic is absolutely incredible happy holidays to everyone go with me to John uh, 3 16 absolutely incredible how the Spirit of God begin to speak I want to speak to you this morning as the Holy Ghost begins to y'all let me tell you something and I'm gonna tell you like this and I need you to hear me very very clearly um, 
The Spirit of the Lord God has been preparing us in 2023 for what's going to come in 2024. Now we have uh, a whole year of 2024 uh, that's going to unfold before us. And remember, the Lord is a God of, of 115959. But I'm telling you that if you are not ready for what the Lord is going to release in 2024, then you have not allowed 2023 to prepare you and process you. I'm telling you, um, it's going to be absolutely, and I know that we hear this all the time, but when you tap into the realm of the spirit, and I need you to hear me very clearly, and I know it's a holiday, but I, you know, I'm going to do what the Lord says to do, regardless of what holiday it is. That's just the way I am. My life is consumed with Jesus. My husband knows it and everybody else around me knows it. And at one time I thought I was too deep. But I realized that this is how God created me. And in order for me to stay in the good grace of who he is, I have to be in the depth of who he is because I was laden in sin. And if I don't stay in the face of God from when I wake up until I go to bed, then the enemy is going to creep into my life. I'm just being honest. You know, he's going to creep in. I have to stay consumed and have to stay surrounded in the things of God. And I thank God that I have a husband who understands this and who doesn't think I'm crazy and allows me to do what it is that God has called me to do. I thank God for him. 2024 is going to be a year that you have to be tapped into the realm of the spirit. Um, the spirit of the Lord God has been really, really ministering to me. And he's been preparing me for what's going to transition in the year of 2024 around me right now and i need you to hear me very very clearly very very clearly and if you don't hear anything else that i say i need you to hear me very very clearly around me right now there are and i need you to hear me there are one two three three four there are about five women around me right now who have encompassed me around that are very close to me who are all pregnant listen to me they are all pregnant around the month of july and august there's getting ready to be a great shifting in 2024 if you hear nothing else that i say each one of them because god is prophetic and because he is prophetic uh i look for the prophetic sound of god to become his audible voice in my life that's just how he does me. And so now every last one of them are pregnant. Every last one of them are finding out. And they all found out one after another that they were pregnant. And they're all due around the same time. And so I begin to ask the Lord. There was, there was one who got married, but then there were other. Watch this. There was one who was engaged. One got married. And then about five others found out right right one after another that they were pregnant. And I said, God, what are you doing? And, and I said, because this is very unusual. Uh, this is very unusual for me to be surrounded and encompassed around so many women who have been impregnated and are due around the same time. Lord, have mercy on my soul today. And the spirit of the Lord God says, King, I need you to pay attention to the atmosphere. And I need you to focus because there's about to be a great shifting in the realm of the spirit in 2024. There's going to be a great birthing in 2024, but it's going to be in a dimension of power. And you have to be in the realm of the spirit in order to feel the impact of what's getting ready to transition and happen in 2024. 
it's going to be good for some and then it's not going to be good for others because the spirit of the Lord God is shifting things in such a dimension that it's going to be one unexplainable and two it's going to be unavoidable and people are going to see the very transformation and the shifting in the things of God and the Lord said to me he says what's coming Kenya ahead you have to be spiritually prepared to be able to handle what's getting ready to impact the world and I said yes Lord he says there must be a spiritual enablement uh, that has to happen in the lives of my people that's for what's getting ready to impact the world and I said yes Holy Spirit of God and so if you don't hear anything else that I hear that I say by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God I want you to hear what the Spirit of the Lord God is saying concerning what he's going to do in this realm of key empowerment. I want to say this, in this realm of key empowerment, and for those who are listening by way of the Holy Spirit of God. So I want you to go with me to John, the third chapter, and the 16th verse. I want you to go there with me, and then we're going to go to Matthew, uh, the first chapter. I'm going to read, start at verse 18, and we're going to read down. John 3, 16, I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. Uh, and it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Then we go over to Matthew, the, eight, the first chapter, and we're going to read verses 18. And we're going to read, I want to stop at 21, but in parentheses I have 23. And uh, that's because the Holy Spirit let me allowed me to read that. And I don't know if he's going to allow me to read it now, but I do have it circled here. And it says here, Matthew, the first chapter verses uh, 18 starting it says now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together she was found with child of the Holy Ghost oh Lord have mercy on my soul today wow <laughs> I didn't put that together Lord, but thank you she was she was found with child of the Holy Ghost then Joseph her husband being a just man and not willing to make her a public example was minded to put her away privately but while he thought on these things behold the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream saying Joseph thou son of David fear not to take thee unto thee Mary thy wife for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost and she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. I'm a little emotional right now because I didn't put that together. But the Holy Spirit of God allowed me to put that together right as I was speaking. Um, so I want to talk to you today about the greatest gift ever. Because today is a day, and as you embark into a realm where you're going to embrace your family and friends, and some of you are going to be traveling, I want you to understand that what is in the atmosphere, and I don't necessarily celebrate the, the Christmas holiday, I celebrate the spirit of giving in this holiday. Uh, and that's just me, because I follow the Jewish calendar. And that's just me. You don't have to do that, but that's just me. I followed the Jewish calendar. When I got older, um, this is what the Holy Spirit of God has allowed me to do. And so this is what I do. But I don't knock those who do celebrate Christmas, but I do celebrate the spirit of giving that's in the atmosphere. And it's one of my absolute uh, most wonderful holidays that, you know, that, that the Gregorian calendar has instituted because 
it, it, at any given time you can hear the name Jesus and you can't run away from the name Jesus. <laughs> no atheist can run from the name Jesus. No atheist can run away from the name that's released in the atmosphere. And the spirit of the Lord God began to minister to me years ago um, when he was transitioning me from uh, the Gregorian calendar to the uh, to the Hebrew calendar. Um, and, you know, I used to celebrate Christmas and I began to say, Lord, you want me to not celebrate the actual Christmas day, but the spirit of giving. He says, yes, King. He said, because he said, I need you to understand the importance of this day. So I was like, okay, Lord, tell me the importance of this day. He says, I need you to be on one accord with the atmosphere, not the occasion. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> so this is how he deals with me, right? I'm going to tell you something. I'm sharing some, some, some things that the spirit of the Lord has spoken to me. He said, I need you to be in, in agreement with the atmosphere, not the occasion. So I said, okay, Lord, what you talk about? He says, see, Kenya, I need you to understand that during this season, as I'm transitioning you from Gregorian to Jewish, he says, I need you to understand something. He said, within the atmosphere, he says, my name is set in the atmosphere and there's power in my name. I said, whoa, just, it was so powerful the way he did it to me. He says, so, so, so celebrate the, the, the atmosphere, come in agreement with the atmosphere, not the occasion. So I was like, wow, God, he says, and so now what has happened is he says, I am the greatest gift giver. God says, I am the greatest gift giver. And the spirit of giving is in the atmosphere and my son's name and the Holy Spirit of God said, and the name Jesus is in the atmosphere and it crosses over into borders and it crosses over into territories. And those who don't have a chance to hear the name Jesus begin to hear the name Jesus. And so it is a spirit of evangelism. Uh, it's a, it's a spirit of, it is a spirit of, of, of invisible evangelism. It, it is a spirit of evangelism that's not seen to the natural eye that goes into the atmosphere. Y'all better hear me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. It goes into the atmosphere and those who don't know me begin to seek me out because my name is in the atmosphere. And it blew my absolute mind how the Spirit of the Lord God began to minister to me regarding this season of Christmas. He says, see, Kenya, because I am the greatest gift ever. And because I'm the greatest gift ever, then I have to give people a chance to receive who I am. I have to give people a chance to receive the gift. And there are people who try to prohibit the gift from entering into different countries, into different languages, into different environments. But no matter where they go, they hear the name Jesus. You cannot avoid it. It's in Christmas carols of every tongue, of every city, of every state, of every of, of every place. He says you can go into a shopping mall in anywhere and you will hear a Christmas music. He says so so it is a it is a spirit of giving, but it is an invisible evangelistic realm. And I begin to say, wow, God, that is absolutely incredible. This is how the Lord speaks to me. And so he says, I am the greatest giver, gift giver. And so you have to understand, Liz, that, that in John, the third chapter and the 16th verse, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now I need you to understand something that if God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, the, the God says, I love the world and I gave. And because God loves the world and he gives, he is the greatest gift giver. And as I begin to study the word of God, and as I begin to study Matthew, the first chapter, I looked at Matthew, the first chapter, and I begin to look at the greatest gift giver, release a seed into the womb of someone 
who was, watch this, who was of a, who was flesh, which was Mary. And the Bible says here that the birth of Jesus was on this wise. It says when Mary, his mother, was espoused to Joseph. Now you have to understand what this word espoused means. And I'm going to talk to you this morning because I know y'all got to get off and I don't want to really go so hard And I'm because I have to bring this in. The word espouse, as we would define it today, means one who was engaged. And so what has happened is, is that Jesus was conceived before he, before Mary was married to Joseph, right? And the Lord began to really minister to me about a lot of things and, and, and it's just absolutely phenomenal how the spirit of the Lord God began to really minister to me. And so, uh, and, and I'll share it at another, at another time when it comes down to espousement, because a lot of people have really taken things out of context, but it's okay as the spirit of the Lord God begins to reveal to me what he desires for me to know about espousement. And so the Holy Spirit of God begin to release a seed into someone, watch this, a seed into someone who was not married. But I love God because God says, I now have to take a seed. Watch this now. The Spirit of the Lord re revealed this to me and it was so powerful what he said. He said, the seed is what grows. The seed is what produces the fruit. Listen to me. He said, the seed is what produces the fruit, Kenya. I had to release a seed, a seed that was pure. He said, because what happens is, he said, the womb was the ground, but I release a, a holy seed into a womb. I said, yes, Lord. He says, you have to understand how great this gift was. This, Watch this. He then showed me a seed of an apple. And he said, Kenya, if you put a, an apple seed in the ground, what happens to the apple seed? I said, Lord, in the apple seed, the apple seed goes through the germination process. Then he began to show me the seed pushing up out of the dirt. And he said, but Kenya, the seed goes into the dirt, but there is no dirt in the seed. I said, what? He said, there's no dirt in the seed, Kenya, but the seed goes in the dirt. And he said, and man was made from the dust of the earth. I said, yes, God. So he said, so what I had to do, Kenya, is I had to put a seed in the dirt. I said, oh God, this is so, this is, this is important. This is powerful. So he says, Kenya, you have to understand something. Whatever goes in the dirt is what comes out of the dirt, but the dirt is not in the seed. And I said, wow. He said, this is why I had to release my my seed in what came from the dust of the earth, the dirt. I said, okay, God. He says, and what I did, Kingdom, is I released a holy seed because what's in the seed comes up. This is why Joseph could not release a seed in Mary because Joseph was made from the dust of the ground. In other words, there could be no flesh in the seed because the seed, all the seed needs is a womb. I said, yes, God. So the spirit of the Lord God says to me, he said, the seed that comes out of the womb and the seed that comes out of the earth, he says, remember, Kenya, there's no, it's a mixture, but it's not a mixture because I needed the dirt for the seed, but only the apple comes out the seed. I said, yes, Lord. He said, this is why the seed had to come from me because Mary, her womb represents the dirt. I said, yes, God. And he says, now there is, there is a, he says, Jesus had to be flesh and then he had to be divine. He had to be holy. I said, yes. 
yes, God. He says, and see, Kenya, this is what people really don't understand. He said, the power of a seed. He said, when people understand the power of the seed, they'll understand how to give. I said, good God from glory today. And so the spirit of the Lord began to minister to me. And he said, the seed was without sin. And this is why I had to release a seed from myself, the Holy Spirit of God. He said, because in Joseph, there's no good thing in the flesh. So I needed a good thing to be in what a no good thing and a no good thing to come together, which represents the manifestation of who Jesus was. I said, God, you are powerful. He said he was in the world of sin and iniquity, but he was without sin. He was tempted with sin, but he was without sin. And so who, who he was in the womb was what he was when he was birthed. I said, God, you are powerful. He said he was he was God and he was man, but he was that in the womb because the seed was from me. I said, yes, God. And so you have to understand, uh, uh, you have to understand the power of the Holy Spirit of God. And so the Lord began to minister to me. And he says, and what happened is, Kenya, is that when she was found with child of the Holy Ghost, and this is what happens. We now dismiss the seed of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit of God begins to impregnate us with the Holy holiness of who God is. And so the Lord began to really minister to me. And he says, now Kenya, he said, her husband being a just man, because I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, why in the world would you allow Joseph now to be uh, a spouse to marry? Why would you and charge Joseph to be the one who would raise Jesus? Because this blows my mind, because if you didn't need his seed, why did you need his work? Lord, if, if you didn't need his seed, if you didn't need his seed, why did you need his work? This is why uh, the Lord began to minister to me about the seed. I said, yes, Lord. And the spirit of the Lord, God said to me, can you, the, the church has missed one thing when it comes down to when I impregnate my people with purpose. I said, what God? He says, you cannot cover anything that I have impregnated you with without there being just, without you being just. I said, what God? He said, the reason why I chose Joseph is because Joseph was just. Joseph was a just man. And it wasn't so much as Mary. He said, but Joseph was just. I found a just covering for my child. I said, Lord, have mercy on my soul today. And so now you have to understand something. Uh, Mary was blessed and highly favored. And so what happens is Mary then became impregnated with purpose and God allowed someone just to cover. This is why there's so much going on in where God has desired a divine impregnation of his spirit because there is no just work. There are no one, there is no one really just covering the works or in the impregnation of the Holy Spirit of God when it comes down to purpose. I know this is deep. Y'all going to be all right. Y'all are going to be okay. This is who God made me and I like it. And it works for me. This is how God begins to deal with me. Y'all going to be all right. So now what happens is, is that now you've got this just man who now has to cover a, a seed that didn't even come from him. It could not come from him because in him was, was, was flesh. In him was sin. So it couldn't come from him. And so what happens is the Bible says, and, and, and not wanted to make her a public example. He was minded to put her away privately. Now, this is where we begin to misunderstand uh, when it comes down to when God begins to impregnate us with purpose. We then put it on blast and we want to we want to announce this thing. But Joseph, he was because he was so just. He says, I'm not going to make her a public example. I'm not going to expose prematurely or I'm not going to expose her because I know what's in her. Lord have mercy. I'm not going to expose her because I know what's in her. And watch this. I don't want her to be a public example and a public mockery. And I don't want people to mock her 
her because of her position and her state. Because they're not going to understand why she's pregnant before marriage. They're not going to understand this. They're not going to understand how she became pregnant. Because you can't under, you cannot explain the anointing. The anointing that God has impregnated you with and what you are carrying cannot be explained. What you are carrying in this season cannot be explained by the natural mind. It cannot be understood by the natural mind and it cannot be explained by the natural mouth. It cannot because it is so supernatural that that man cannot even conceive. They cannot even understand this next move. They can't understand what you're carrying. So Joseph said, I'm not going to allow her to be put to shame because I don't even understand what's going on in my life. I don't even understand. All I know is that this is supernatural. I need for someone to say, this is supernatural. All I know that this is supernatural. I can't explain what's going on in my life right now. I can't explain what is going on in my life right now. I can't explain the gift that I have right now. In fact, it doesn't feel like a gift, but it's a gift. But I can't explain it and I didn't ask for it. Watch this. And so now, Joseph, not willing to make her a public example, he put her away. Watch this. And what has happened is, uh, while he thought on these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream. He appeared unto him in a dream. And the reason why he appeared unto him in a dream is because his will wasn't active in a dream. Remember the decision that he made. The decision that he made by his own will was that he tried to understand something he could not. So now I got to make a decision to put away what I don't understand because I really don't want it because I didn't ask for it. This gift that I have, I didn't ask for. This gift that is conceived by who? What? I don't even know. I can't explain it. So now I got to put away the gift that I have because now I can't explain it. Listen to me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. I now got to now, I've got to hide it because now I don't understand it. I can't explain it. And others are going to think I'm crazy because now I'm talking a language they don't understand. Now I have an understanding about what I'm carrying that they would never understand. And so now what I got to do is not, not that I have an understanding, but now I'm I have to understand. I have to try to explain something that I don't understand. So now I got to put away my gift that I have because now I don't understand it. I got it. I didn't ask for it. And I'm going to be persecuted for it. I'm going to be judged for it. I'm going to be misunderstood because the carnal mind can't understand the things of the spirit. They are enmity one to another. Watch this by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. And while he thought of these things, behold, the angel of the Lord came to him in a dream. In a dream because now I can't reason in my dream. Now I can't argue in my dream. Now my will has become immobilized in my, in my sleep. I cannot think in my sleep. Now my flesh is dead. My flesh, my will and my emotions can't operate in my sleep season because now God says, Joseph, I got to put your reason in the sleep so I can speak to you regarding what it is I need for you to do in the earthly realm. So now I got to put your, I have to put your reason in the sleep. I got to put your flesh to sleep. I cannot speak to you while you're up and you have access to your decision-making power because if I speak to you in your in your ability to, to access your decision-making power, you're going to keep Mary hidden and you're going to give her a bill of divorcement, which is another topic within itself. So now what I got to do is I got to speak to you while your flesh is asleep. So he says, now what I got to do is I got to speak to you in your dream. And this is what I'm going to say to you in your dream. 
Joseph, thou son of David, fear not and take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall deliver and save his people from their sins. What do you do when what you're carrying delivers you? Oh God, what, what do you do? What do you do when the gift that God has given you delivers you? What are you talking about, Dr. Miller? What do you do when God has put something in you that has the ability to deliver you from what you can't deliver yourself from? But as you begin to embrace what God has placed in your spirit, then when you begin to birth out what God put in your spirit, it begins to deliver you. Okay, God, calm down because this is a very nice holiday. Watch this. Now, 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 all of this was done, verse 22, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted, God is with us. What do you do when you try to hide the gift that God has given you, but the gift that God has given you was impregnated into your spirit and released and conceived by the Holy Ghost to deliver you? What, what, what do you do when what you're carrying is from the Holy Ghost, the greatest gift giver, Lord, because God knew that you could not deliver yourself. And so he says, I now impregnated you with the Holy Spirit of God. I then put gifts in you that you're trying to hide. You're trying to hide. You're trying to put yourself away because you think you're going to be weird. You think people are going to talk about you. You are afraid to operate the way I called you to operate, but I put a gift in you that's going to deliver you. And as you begin to operate in the gift that I have placed inside of you, it is going to deliver you. What do you do? When the greatest gift giver gives you a gift that's going to deliver you. Something you can't even explain. Something you don't even understand. Something that you didn't even ask for. Something that God had to put you to sleep to reveal to you what you was carrying. What do you do? What do you do? When the greatest gift. When God himself. When God himself. I know there's only one immaculate conception. But you must understand the realm of the spirit. And when you understand the realm of the spirit, you will understand that all of us, every last one of us, I said every last one of us, has had the position and is in the position of Mary. Because Mary was flesh herself, but she was impregnated with the Holy Spirit. She was impregnated with something that she didn't understand. She was impregnated by the Holy Ghost. Lord have mercy. What do you do when God impregnates you with purpose from the Holy Ghost? Because you have to understand that the seed of the Holy Ghost that God allows to flow through his son Jesus Christ when he left and went ascended into heaven released the power of the Holy Ghost. It began to impregnate us with purpose. I know y'all ain't ready for this but you're gonna got to be you got to be ready for this kind of language because we have now spoken so much to the flesh that the flesh has become magnified and the spirit has become desensitized and our discernment by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God is no longer led by the Spirit of God but led by our own earthly and fleshly emotions and so now in this season you have to shift your mindset you've got to shift yourself and now the things of God has got to be magnified hear me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God 
by the leading of the Holy Ghost, things in the realm of the spirit must be magnified and they must be brought to the forefront because the power of God is going to slay the land. Listen to me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. What do you do when the greatest gift giver begins to give you the greatest gift ever? What do you do when the greatest gift giver begins to give you the greatest gift ever? What do you do? By the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. By the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. He says here, while he thought on those things, while Joseph began to think on those things, I don't need you thinking. <laughs> I don't need you reasoning with the gift that God has given you. He don't need you to reason with it. He don't, he don't need you. Because the Bible says, well, I said, wow, he thought on those things. I thought on those things. I'm, I'm thinking about what's in me. I'm, I'm pondering over what's in me. I, 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 and, and then Jesus said, let me put you to sleep. And I need, you, I need to speak to you. Because you must understand that Jesus, Jesus means Savior. Now, I need you to understand something. Uh, now, 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 now. Uh, the angel now had to, had to declare to Joseph that Mary's child was conceived by the Holy Ghost. Now, now, this is what blows my mind about this. And I need you to understand me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Mary's child was conceived by the Holy Ghost, but yet the Holy Ghost had not come yet. What? The Holy Ghost had not come yet in the natural, but in the spirit realm and in the realm of the spirit, the Holy Spirit of God and the Holy Ghost was already released. Listen to me. This is why we have to magnify and speak more of the kingdom language more than the earthly language. Because the things of God are mysterious. They are a mystery. And the carnal mind can't understand the things of the spirit. End of discussion. No longer shall we toil back to and fro over what it is that we shall do as kingdom citizens. We shall speak that which God has called our tongue to speak. And the dialect shall be released in the earthly realm. And those who don't understand it will persecute us and call us deep. But deep calleth unto deep. So now what happens in the realm of the spirit. Spirit is that the Holy Ghost has already been operating and the Holy Spirit of God. I'm now speaking to Joseph in a realm where he can't reason with his thoughts because when I tell him the Holy Ghost, he's not going to understand it because the Holy Ghost wasn't even mentioned then. So now I got to speak to his, I got to speak to, uh, I got to speak to him in a place where he won't try to reason out and try to understand what the Holy Ghost is. I have to make an impact in his will without his will. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Watch this. By the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Listen to me. The Holy Ghost. He says, he says here, and the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost tells him that this is going to be a son. Why would it be a son? Because the power of a seed releases the DNA of himself. Listen to me. By the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, Jesus had to be a son because the son releases and the male releases seed. Y'all going to be all right in just a little while. It had to be a son because the male releases the seed. That's another topic within itself. This reveals an important truth about Jesus uh, being both God and man. He took on the limitations of humanity so that he could live and die for the salvation of all who would believe in what's hard to believe. He, he did this. The greatest giver gave the greatest gift ever to renew our mind to receive the greatest gift ever. <laughs> oh, 
God in heaven today. Watch this. The conception at the, and the birth of Jesus are supernatural events. So what has happened in your life is you have had a supernatural encounter with God, but because you cannot understand what has been conceived in your spirit, you privately put away your gift. Because you don't understand what has been conceived in the spirit. You privately put away your gift and try to reason with the greatest gift ever given to you. That's able to deliver you. Lord, have mercy today on my wonderful soul. Watch this now. This conception and birth of Jesus are supernatural events. Watch this. Beyond human logic or reasoning. And because of this, God had to send his son to help people understand the significance of what was happening. Jesus, the Holy Ghost, God had to send divine intervention to help Joseph understand what it was that he was getting ready to encounter that he didn't ask to encounter. There had to be divine intervention, supernatural conversation that had to, there had to be a supernatural, a divine conversation in a place where his will could not reason. There had to be a divine conversation against the reasoning of human logic. It had to happen in a night season. <laughs> you must understand what God is doing in the lives of his people. Now, watch this. Jesus, of course, means savior. And Jesus came to save us because we cannot save ourselves from the consequences of sin. Jesus, just like what you are carrying is designed to help pull you and deliver you into a supernatural realm with God to develop a divine intimate relationship with him that will cause himself to be birthed out of you for the manifestation of his glory in the realm of the earth <laughs> and someone say I will be all right while God shifts my mind no matter how good we are we cannot eliminate the sinful nature that's present within us all it doesn't matter who we are me you and the crew, me, you, and the crew, we cannot eliminate this. Only Jesus can do this, right? He came to be our savior and he came to be our savior to deliver us from the power and penalty of sin. Hear me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. It is about Jesus. Somebody say it is about Jesus. It's not about the gift that you're going to get today. It's not about the gift that someone's going to give you. And it's not about the gift. Now, I know y'all ain't going to like this when I'm going to say this. You, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right when I say this. I'm rallying the papers because I got to say this. If you have taken away from God's sacrifice financially to buy a gift, y'all going to be all right. Y'all going to be all right. You already don't have the mind of Christ. Your, your spirit has not already lined up with the spirit of God. Y'all going to be all right. 
it's going to be all right in just a bit. See, this is why our minds have to shift in this season. Our minds have to shift. And in order for us to receive what God has for us, we have to operate in the realm of the spirit that God has caused us to operate in. And we have to move by faith. And we have to understand that God is the greatest gift giver. And he has given us the greatest gift ever. And we have to tap into the realm of the gift giver. We must do it. And what happens is we then will persecute ourselves for not fulfilling earthly obligations. God, we then, we will allow the spirit of persecution and we will allow access for the enemy to persecute us, to condemn us for not fulfilling an earthly obligation. Okay. Y'all gonna be all right. Y'all gonna, gonna be all right. I don't want to talk to anybody in this season. I don't want to talk to nobody's flesh in this season. I don't want to talk to your flesh. I don't want to talk to your unhealthy emotions in this season. 2024 is not the year to log on to keep comments. It's not. It's not, it's not, it's not. 2024, God already got me started. It's, it, it, here's a gift for you. It's, it's a whole nother realm already. We're already in 2024. We, we, by the Jewish calendar, we already are. But Gregorian, we, we, I'm already, I'm past the Gregorian calendar, right? We can no longer begin to deny the gift inside of us. We cannot. The greatest gift ever given to you is the power of the Holy Ghost. Jesus Christ gave his life to release a gift to you that shall, that, 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 that the gift that God has given you and the gift that Jesus has released to you is the greatest gift ever that should have access to the realm of the earth through you. Okay. Through you. Through, through, through you. It's a new day. You're right, Tyreka. It's a new day. It's, it's a whole new day. It's a whole new day. You see, so, so what happens is, is that what happens is uh, Jesus Christ himself, who lives inside of you, is the greatest gift, the Holy Spirit of God, through the Holy Spirit of God, is the greatest gift that you could ever possess. The greatest gift that you ever receive is the Holy Spirit of God. He is the greatest gift that anyone could ever receive. The Holy Spirit of God. Now, he comes the gift in us begins to help us to be delivered from what we can't be delivered from. All of this to say this, what you're carrying has the power to deliver you. What you're carrying has the power to deliver you. I got to stop here. I, I, I have to, I, I have to stop here. I must stop here because you all have to go and be with your families and, you know, I have to go and continue to process what the Holy Spirit of God is doing in my life and what he's doing in the life of the kingdom of God and I've got to go and I've got to just go and just allow the Spirit of God to move me into where it is that he desires for me to move with key empowerments and in this portion of the kingdom of God you must understand by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God that the greatest gift is not the gift you give because you don't have the power to give the greatest gift. There is a gift that goes beyond the logic of your human reasoning. And he is called the Holy Ghost. This gift that God gave us released a gift unto us. There was a transferring of giftings. There was a, there was a transfer of gifts that was released. <clears throat> there was a threefold cord release. Lord Jesus, Lord have mercy. There was a, there was a threefold cord release. God 
released the gift of his son. His son released the gift of the Holy Spirit of God. And the Holy Spirit of God releases the gift of the manifestation of God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit through his vessels like he did Mary. Oh, God. This is why you have to understand that you are blessed and highly favored. When you don't understand that you're blessed and highly favored, you will miss the conception of what God has impregnated you with in your spirit. Y'all gonna be all right with this language. You're gonna be all right. You're gonna be all right. It may be too deep for those who don't understand it, but follow along and your spirit will shift and you will understand exactly what I'm talking about because I used to hear it all the time. I don't understand what you're talking about. I don't understand what you're talking about. And what happened was when I begin to say, I, I don't, people don't understand what I'm saying. They don't understand what I'm saying. I begin to shift a little bit so people can understand what I'm saying. And the Holy Spirit of God, he, he rebuked me. And he said, Kenya, the carnal man can't understand the things of the spirit. They are enmity one to another. And you keep speaking until their spirit get it. You keep speaking. And as I begin to continue to speak to those in my inner circle, the way the Lord desired for me to speak, their spirit begin to shift. And they go, oh, I got it. And they begin to say, wow, that's powerful. Because now they got the language. They, they got it. They, they, they got it. So no, I'm not shifting how God has released it in my spirit so you can understand it. No, the, 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 the things of God are not, they are not, they are not carnally discerned. They are spiritually discerned. And what has happened is we have allowed the gift, we've put the gift away privately and we have conformed to the system of the world. It is what it is. And now we have done is we have made a mockery and we have now released any type of flesh into the realm of the, of the earth, into the earthly realm. And now what has happened is we look like the world. We sound like the world. We dress like the world. We want to be sexy like the world. We want to we wanna do things of the world. Well, it's a new day. It is a new day, a new season. And so what happens is, is that now if we are not like the world, the church don't want to receive us. When we're not speaking like the world, the church don't want to receive us. When we're not, when we're not speaking, when they want to speak and we running around exposing stuff that God never told us to expose, we, we, are, we have now conformed to the world because we have magnified the language of the world. But not here on Key Powerment. So 2024 is not the year the law going to Key Powerment. It is what it is. It's just the bottom line. Because God is birthing a new thing. And the gift giver has charged me with a gift. <laughs> and we're going to go and release the gift of the Holy Spirit of God that he placed in my spirit. In a discussion. Right? And so now, it is not today about what you get. Remember now, when you put your mind on your gift today, your carnal gift, and you, if you get upset because you didn't get a gift today, don't disqualify the gift that you have. If you get discouraged because you couldn't give the gift that you wanted to give today, don't allow the enemy to make you feel like. Let me tell you something. You might not have money, but you can pray. You might not be able to give the gift that you wanted to give from a natural standpoint, but you can tear down strongholds in the realm of the spirit that will make an eternal impact in someone's life. That a temporary thing is only fixing an emotion. The gift that God has given you, it goes beyond a natural gift. And you got to tap into that. Because when you tap into that, then you will understand that you are allowing the great gift giver to operate through you the greatest gift ever. Ah, you possess the greatest gift 
ever. Hashtag 21, hashtag 21. Consistency in any area develops strength. You are consistent in understanding the things of God. And I'm telling you, God is doing some amazing things. And because you are consistent in understanding the things of God, and you are consistent in embracing that which has been conceived in your spirit by the Holy Spirit of God, then you understand the power that lies within you is greater than your understanding. It is a supernatural encounter that you have, have had with the Holy Spirit of God that allowed him to cause you to carry something that the world cannot understand, but eventually will embrace. Listen, I love you all with the love of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What you're carrying has the ability to deliver you. Let him work in you. I love you with the love of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Enjoy your family today. Remember now, when you go in the presence of your family, you are going with the gift that God has given you, that he has released in your spirit. Go with grace. Go knowing that God has given you something that when you walk into the atmosphere, that your presence is making a shift. Your presence alone is shifting the atmosphere because of who you are in God. And the gift that you're carrying inside of you cannot be understood. When you go into the presence of your family and friends, remember who you are today. Remember the gift that God has given you. Don't allow the enemy to make you feel insignificant because you're looking at it from a materialistic standpoint. Don't do that. What you're carrying is greater than anything that anyone has ever seen. Remember now what you can see is temporal. What you cannot see is eternal. And what you have is the eternal everlasting love of Jesus Christ that will impact whomever you come in contact with for generations to come. You have a transferable gift living inside of you that's invisible but, but will become visible as you release him into your atmosphere. <laughs> Happy holidays to you all. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Today, enjoy your family and your friends. But remember, the gift that you have in you is greater than any gift that your money can buy. If you are desiring to release a financial gift today, you're more than welcome to do so. If you desire to do so, it's totally up to you today. But if you desire to do so, release your gift, your financial gift today by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. And I thank you for releasing your financial gift today. I bless the Lord for your giving because God loves and he gives. These are the first, these are the greatest principles. I'm telling you that love and giving is what God does and who he is until Monday. What's today? Oh, today is Monday. Hey, hey. Until Wednesday morning at 5.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want you to receive a blessed day to have a blessed day because you cannot have what you do not receive. Listen, receive a blessed day to have a blessed day because you cannot have what you do not receive. Happy holidays to every last one of you. Enjoy your family and friends on today. The Lord bless you and keep you. Be blessed.